around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. It's always a joy as well as an honor to minister to you and share these good things that we feel like just every week we feel like God has something brand new, wonderful, good, productive, and will bring much fruitfulness and encouragement into your lives. You know, we don't talk to you like you're fragile, like you're emotionally um, immature. <laughs> we want to speak to you like the Apostle Paul said, and we want to give meat and know that you're ready to receive it and then minister comfort to you by the Holy Spirit and you be able to trust and know that God Almighty is moving on your behalf and those promises of His on those pages of your Bible will come to pass for you just like it will for anybody else in the kingdom of God. Well, darling, we've got some wonderful things to talk about today and talk about where we've been and what we're doing and where we're going. Well, absolutely. Everybody grab your Bible, <laughs> grab your cup of coffee. That's right. Uh, just like we do. And uh, let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the things of God. <laughs> let's look into what the Bible calls the perfect law of liberty. Amen. And see what uh, the truth is. Because Jesus said in John 17, Father, thy word is truth. Well, that's a... You know, that's anybody's a... ever listened to me, you know that my two big catchphrases are... I know that God is good, and I know that His Word is absolute truth. That's right. I, I've declared that since I was a teenager, and here I am, you know, 69 years old now, and I've declared it all over the world, and I'm That's still right. declaring it. That's right. And I'll declare it as long as I have breath in my body that I, I know two things for sure. I know that I know that I know, Renee, that God is a good God. If it's good, it's from God. If it's bad, it's not from God. It's from the <laughs> devil. Right. I know God is a good God. He, know, Acts 10, right. 38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who Amen. went about doing good. Jesus went about oh, doing good right. because God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good, not bad, good, and healing all, A-double-L, longest word in the Bible, all right. that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. My, what a scripture. That's been one of my favorite scriptures all my life. That, that, tells us, that tells us four things. It tells us God is good. It tells us Jesus is good. It tells us the Holy Ghost is good. And it tells us the devil's bad. That's right. And that's it about covers, all you need to know right there. That's all you need to know right <clears> there. The devil's the oppressor. God's not the oppressor. God and the devil have not changed places in the last 2,000 no, years haven't. to where My God's goodness. doing the bad stuff and the devil's doing the good stuff. And God is a good God. In his word, John 17, Jesus said, Father, thy word is truth. Not just true, but it is absolute, absolute truth. truth. Thank God, thank God, thank God. There are very few things in life that are that way, absolute Gravity being one of them, you know, by living here on the planet. But when you look at the Word of yeah, God... Yeah, but you can override I mean, gravity. But you can't override the, the Word of God. But look at the Word of God, that it never changes. It's forever settled in heaven. Absolutely. God said heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word will not pass away. The natural mind's always looking for something to say, well, that's, that's the stable thing. That's the thing I can trust. But, you know, really, everything about, like you said, everything here on this planet is temporal it's uh could change in a heartbeat 
and yet the word of God continues to be the steady, not consistent, I am never the Lord, changing. I change not, he said. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. No, that's right. I love that scripture you just passed over a minute ago that forever, O Lord. Yes, right. Forever, O Lord, thy word Word is settled in heaven. heaven. I mean, it's settled. Well, the theme that you were talking about through the word of God is that God is good. Even there in Genesis, when he started to create the heavens and the earth, and it says the Lord said, it is good. God is good. Everything he does is good. Everything that that he has set out to do shows his goodness. And just while we're on that real quickly, I, was, I just want to invite everybody to read. You and I have quoted this a lot lately, uh, Jeremiah 31, where it yeah. says here, My people shall be satisfied, shall be satisfied. <laughs> with my goodness. And I want to encourage all of you, you know, to like it says here in Jeremiah 31, that you just really take time to read that chapter. And down in verse 14, it says, I will satisfy fully the life of the priest." with abundance of offerings shared with them, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness. And then up in verse 12, he says, And their lives shall be like a watered garden, and they shall not sorrow or languish any more at all. Then up in verse 11, he says, I'm going to deliver you out of the hand of him that's too strong for you. You know, you just keep going. Isn't that a great way for him to put that that says, My my people shall be like a watered, watered garden. Their lives will be That's like just a, a wonderful a watered garden. picture that he painted there. Well, it really that is. That our lives are like a watered garden. I, you know, I love a garden. Me I too. love to plant <laughs> stuff, and I love to watch it grow, and I love to go no, out and eat right. it once it's grown and right. harvested and, and, and to put water on that garden, have that water out there, you know, early in the morning. I just, I just I like a watered garden. God said, my people. That's right. <laughs> Their lives shall be like a watered garden. Well, it's it's one of those wonderful, wonderful perspectives that you get that Jeremiah 31 uh, just paints a picture of the goodness of God, that yes. the Lord is good, he is that good. he does good things, and that he wants us to be satisfied with his goodness yes. in every part of our life. And I would just encourage folks to to read that chapter and take it in sections because she's, he even helps those that have gone away from, from him that have gone out in different areas of life. You've gotten distracted and maybe even discouraged about things. But he says, he, he talks about your message about, you know, when you're teaching about how God's a good checker player, you know, you want to go back and check and make sure you did the last thing God told yes, you to. Yes, well, yes. Jeremiah 31 covers so much of that. And he just, there's just one promise after another that I'll even deliver you out of the hand of him that was too strong for yes, you. Yes. He said, and at that time, he said, well, all the families of Israel, he said, they will be my people. In other words, God's trying to bring us always into a place of position yes. with him. Yes. That we are his people. Just like in Ephesians 3, where Paul prays that prayer there in verse 14. He says, I bow my knee to the Father mm. from that all where all fatherhood derives all fatherhood its title, derives its title and, and its takes name. its name from that father. In other words, yes. that kind of father yes, who one. is good, yes. who does only wondrous and good things and who wants to share with us his goodness so much to the point that we'll be satisfied 
with the goodness of God. Yes. I mean, that's a wonderful promise I for like us it. to always be aware of that no matter where we are in life, God intends for us to be satisfied with who he is. And I just tell him all the time, I just say, Lord, I'm satisfied. Everything about you is wonderful. There may be things in the natural I'd like to see better or things might need to, you know, some things you need to, <laughs> like a computer, you need to delete. Other things you, need, you want to add on to and enhance and develop in. But I'm telling you, everything about God is like you said, he never changes. He's the same yesterday, yes, today, yes, and forever. Yes, yes. And one thing we know for sure, he is always good. And you can just rely on him. That's you right. You can count on right. him. That old song we used to sing, you know, decades ago that, that uh, you know, thank God for the Holy Ghost on Him you can rely. That's right. You, you can rely on Him. You, you can, can count rely. on Him. Thank you, can, you, Lord, you can You can take His promises God. to the That's bank. Right. That's right. That's right. Here in Jeremiah 31, Terry, it even has one, a promise in here to you about, uh, to people. It says, there is, and there's hope for your children, for your future. For the Lord and your children shall come back to their own country. You know, everything Isn't about all of this in here, this whole chapter is just talking us back that God's going to bring back and restore. I find it amazing um, that in verse 9 it says that the people will come together and they'll start uh, and they'll and they'll come and flow together and they will pour out prayers for the future. And that's really, uh, you know, something that the church has got to learn to do more and more is start praying about the future. Sure. Start praying about what's going to happen in a year, five years, well, ten Jesus years. Well, Jesus said that the Holy Ghost will show you things to come. That's the right, Holy Ghost right. is involved in your future. That's right. He knows about your future. And if we'll listen and learn to pray in the Holy Ghost That's and right. listen to the Spirit of God, He will show us things to come. We'll be, we'll, we'll know what's going on in the future. We'll be ahead of the curve and ahead of the game to know what's going to happen before anybody else does. I find this I find this astounding exactly because that's what Romans 8 says, Terry, is that the Holy Ghost, you know, He comes to partner with you and take hold together with you and show you how to pray and show you how to believe God. And, and, and especially for those of us that pray in tongues, my goodness, the Holy Ghost can accomplish so many things there in our head. We don't even have to bother our head about because no, God, God will give us the ability to pray and have the peace of God about yeah, it. He said when you don't know how to pray, that's right. When you don't know how to pray as you ought to, as you ought then to. just pray in the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost Holy pray Ghost. through you. Because yeah, he knows how to pray and he knows what to pray for. And especially in times where you really need an answer from God or you're really in a, in a, a, a situation where there's, uh, people are confounded, they don't know what to do, there's frustration, there's anxiety. My goodness, the best thing you can do is pray another five minutes in tongues. Just, pr just pray another 15 minutes in tongues. When I was pastoring, you know, my church will tell you this, we'd be worshiping the Lord, and it kind of died down a little bit. And I said, come on, let's pray in tongues another 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's sure. pray in tongues another, t come on, y'all, let's pray another 60 seconds. Everybody just lift your hands, and let's pray in tongues another two minutes. Let's just pray right now. And I just, I just have them pray and worship the Lord and just add some more time on to what you're praying about and see what well, God will do. The church is going to have to get you. back to being the Holy Ghost church. No, that's right. You know, Brother Hagin used to say this all the time, Renee. He'd say, you can't just be a word church. No, that's right. And you can't just be a Holy Ghost church. That's right. He said, you've got to be a Holy Ghost word church. <laughs> 
You've got to put the two of them together. Yeah, you know, Brother Osteen you used to, used to just skip time. across the platform and he'd say, oh, everybody say, thank God for the Holy Ghost. That's right. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. He'd that's have that, right. that whole congregation saying, thank God for the Holy Ghost. No, that's right. Well, the Holy Ghost is the one that, you know, he's always... Well, he's our helper. He's all, yeah, he's always exactly hovering around us. Oh, that's right. So that when we say something, he's there to help us that's bring right. that thing to pass. You know, they, the disciples thought it was so weird, and I, I don't blame them. <clears throat> when Jesus said to them there in, in John chapter, what, 15, when, John said to, when, uh, when Jesus said to them there, uh, he said, you know what? Um, I'm going to go away. Right, right. And when I go away, the Holy Ghost is going to come. That's right. And he said, it's better for you or it's no, expedient right. for you if I go away. You know, if I'd have been Peter and Andrew and the boys, I'd have said, what? <laughs> what? You're going to leave us and you're telling yeah. us it's better for us if you leave us? That would be another, how shall these things be? Oh, yeah. But the reason <laughs> Jesus said that is because Jesus could only be... In his physical body, he could only be at one place at one, one time. time. If he was in Jerusalem, he couldn't be in Bethany. If he was in Bethany, he couldn't be there. He couldn't be at Capernaum. He couldn't. He could only be at right. one place at one no, time. That's right. But he said, "If I if I leave, if I go, right. then the Comforter will come. Then the Holy Spirit will come, and he's he's omnipresent. He can be everywhere at the same time. Oh, that's so right. he can be with us when we're preaching in Africa or India or." Or, or, or Asia or wherever around the world, and he can be in our, in, in our hometown of Tulsa or, 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 or Houston or anywhere else around the world. That's because right. Because Jesus said, if I go, he'll come, and that's why it's better right. for you. So thank God for, for the Holy Ghost. You well, know, Brother Hilton Sutton was my dear friend. He's your friend, too, and he's one of my fathers in the faith, and I spent so much time and talked to him so much, and he was a prophet of God. And, and he said to me one time, he said, you know, Terry, he said, uh, after he had buried his wife, Joanne, and after he had buried his, his daughter, Lisa, he said to me, he said, you know, Terry, the, 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 the cemetery is one of the most peaceful places there is. Right. And I said, what? And he said, he said I, I actually have a bench out at uh, Joanne's grave and at Lisa's grave. And, and I said, what? And he <laughs> said, no, I don't talk to them. They're not there. They're in heaven. But he said, I just go out there in the mornings and I just sit. And he said, when I do, I go sit down and I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. And I said, what? <laughs> and he said, just think about it, Terry. He said, the Holy Spirit is at the grave of every believer That's right. all the time. He hovers over the grave of a believer wow. because the Bible says, the scripture says that whenever the horn blows, Whenever Jesus says, y'all come, when God says, bring them home, My and they goodness. blow the trumpet, and we all come home, right. the Scripture says the dead in Christ are going to rise first. So the Holy Spirit knows that. He doesn't know the day. He doesn't know the hour. He doesn't know when the trumpet's going to blow. It could be any time. And so he, he hovers over the graves of Christians so that when that trumpet sounds, his job is to get the dead in Christ up first. To bring them up first. Wow, that's right. So, and then we'll meet them in the air, the Bible says. And so Hilton said, you know, the Holy Spirit just hovers, just hovers over the graves of Christians. He's always there. And again, he's omnipresent. He can be everywhere at one time. And he says, so I just go out to the cemetery and sit on my bench and say, good morning, Holy Spirit, because <laughs> I know he's there. 
My goodness Hilton gracious. was a great guy. Well, you know, <clears throat> as Christians, we need to expand our thinking and realize, I always say, we can hold two thoughts in our head at the same time, shocking sure, as that may be. And we can really begin to stand on some of these wonderful things and realize that God can show us now. He can show us what to do tomorrow. He can help us have an expectation about next week, next year, and the years to come. I, I love this verse here, Terry. It says, They shall come with weeping in penitence and for joy. And I mean, in other words, people are going to have their heart right. They're going to get things right between them and the Lord. It says, They'll pour out prayers for the future, and I will lead them back. <laughs> To where they need to be, I will cause them to walk by streams of water and bring them in a straight way in which they will not stumble. Every, everything about a good God, everything about His goodness is that He will restore and He will bless and He will reaffirm and He will provide and He will repair and He'll get everybody back in the right place where everybody needs to be if we trust Him for it. Amen. I no, mean, that's absolutely. just absolutely wonderful. You know, and, and we've been um, traveling here. We've been gone from home, what, over two weeks now, I guess, right about at, at two weeks. And, and uh, we've been over here preaching and teaching, and you've had some marvelous services. Yeah, actually, we're in Hawaii. Yeah. And uh, we, we've ministered. We've had some seven services. And, and uh, minister on, on the island of Maui and at a church that we've ministered at for over 30 years. Yeah, you've been Partners going with there us, for, uh, yeah. uh, through three different pastors, you know. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and just uh, they've continued to partner with us and receive me as a father in the faith and receive me as an, as an apostle to their church and to their ministry. And, and so we uh, had uh, tremendous, tremendous times there. I tell you what, I, I ministered a couple of messages there, Renee, that just... I mean, the Holy Spirit just rung the bell. And uh, if, if those people can get a hold of what we said. <laughs> it was outstanding. It, it was good. I mean, it, it was top shelf. And then now we're on the big island uh, right. over in Kona. And we've been ministering here ever since uh, ever since Sunday. Right. And, of course, today's Wednesday, Word Wednesday. And, um, and, and then we've still got still got two sessions left, still two two meetings left to do. That's right, two uh, different and, two different uh, places. And so two we're just uh, ministering the word of God and helping people and lifting people and, and blessing people. And and on the podcast last week, now we were we were actually in Maui and we right. we ministered on something where I, I I talked to the people about it even rains in paradise. Right. And if you don't know what that means, go back and listen <laughs> to last week's podcast. It even yeah. rains in paradise. And uh, and you know, this week, Renee, I've been contacted by people from uh, different countries. I mean, nation after nation. Right. Uh, I've been contacted by people uh, in the States right. and said, Brother Terry, that blessed me so much. That helped me so much. It even rains in paradise. And uh, and I tell you, it just, it, 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 I mean, it helps some people and touch some people. That's right. Because God wants us to preach even in places to where uh, it might be a tourist Mecca. Right. And yet, it, it's just a, on Jet Set Row or on Hotel Row, it just looks all nice and clean and pretty and, right. and happy and people are having fun and taking vacations. But you get two or three blocks off of Hotel Row, and there's just another town of people going to hell. Well, they don't have the right exactly. God. They don't know no God. They don't know how to use the Bible. They don't know how to use the Word. And people are just going to hell in paradise. Well, you and I, walk, we've been all over the island. I mean, we've been in all kinds of different places. 
uh, you know, just getting gas and, and ran into Walmart and different things. And, and people are just people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it, you're, you're not around the jet set crowd. I mean, you're around, uh, you may, you know, go sleep in a, at a nicer place and stuff like that. But, you know, people are just, uh, you know, there's homeless people here. Oh, absolutely. There, there's people that are hurting that, that uh, are in dire straits in their life. Uh, people that you prayed for in the church well, and, that are and struggling. Yet, when God sends somebody to one of these wonderful places like right. Acapulco or our Paris or our Hawaii or our Singapore, some some place right. that's just uh, considered to be a, a mecca or a tourism place or a paradise, right. Right. Um, it the, the church doesn't want to support them. No. I put I have literally put missionaries in places around the world in my 51 years I've established some missionaries in some places I've gone in there and preached right. and, and, and created a crowd and created a church right. and then sent a missionary in there to, to run it and take it over and do something with it right. and, and the people at home wouldn't support them because they'd say well I wish I was called Acapulco I wish I was called to Costa Rica I wish I was called this place or that right. place and right. I'm always saying I wish you were too because yeah, really. these places are like 1%, 2% Christian, uh, just a melting pot of other religions. And, and the gospel needs to be preached here, but yet the church at home uh, doesn't want to support it because they think, oh, you're just having a vacation all the time. And that's the, the furthest right. thing from the truth. No, it, and so it, I've had a lot of people right. contact me this right. week since uh, we put that up last week about it even rains in paradise. And, and they said, oh, Brother Terry, that was so true. We've just... You know, we people don't want to support us and don't want to help us, and we're embarrassed to tell something? people where we're preaching. Well, but, uh, you know, we're yeah, preaching the, here this week, and we're not embarrassed to tell anybody. No, the gospel's got to be preached everywhere, and the pastors here in that where we are right now in Kona uh, have gotten together. There's been like oh, yeah, five or six pastors. We've met with several pastors, and going to do two more here by the end of the week, and uh, we're just really, really excited about it. We we had pastors in the meeting last night again. Uh, from I, I think one of the um, pastors told me he said I think there, there's five different churches already just represented in this room right, tonight. Right. And so we were so and grateful. And we even had pastors drive from way the south end south of the end. island all the way up uh, all the way up last night for the meetings. And then had to turn around and drive all the way back. I know. And and then we're looking to meet with some of the folks over at YWAM. And then there's all these different... Youth with men. a Mission, YWAM, that's a great, yeah. organ, great missionary organization. You know, God's got so many great people doing great things around the world. And, darling, one of the things that I see you do more than almost than anything, even though we're, we're going to be doing pastors, fellowships, and leadership meetings the rest of this year in different places, um, you really do what the Apostle Paul said, that he went and strengthened the churches. And that's what we've been doing here, and, you know, that's what we, we just feel like God has been doing. And then you're headed here on the islands, and then you're headed to Mexico City uh, the end of the month. And oh, absolutely. Then, and then all the fall schedule that we have, even going to Germany and doing Romania. Doing a conference in Germany, doing yeah. a conference, pastor's conference in Romania. In Romania, and, uh, and, then, and then the missions conference in Ohio. Oh, I mean, all of, these, all of these different things that God, we're, we'll be going to Canada, <laughs> then to New York City, then uh, New the York City. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have a wonderful meeting in a great church there, and uh, then down in Florida, and then over at, out, we'll be in two different churches in California, 
and then back to Texas and Louisiana. I mean, God's just got all kinds of wonderful people doing great things. And the job of the apostle is to go in there and edify the churches, strengthen the churches, build up the churches, help and train leadership, and uh, just get everybody's focus back on going to the world. No, that's because right. the enemy that's tries right. to distract us, discourage us, disappoint um, in any way that he can, put more hurdles out there to get you, like Mark chapter 4 says, distracted by those five things that will choke out the word. They're of persecution, affliction, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and get people, uh, you know, just all distracted out there trying to do their own life. And then we forget about the fact that, that God so loved the whole world. No, absolutely. You know, the islands of God's the sea. God's a people, God. Yeah. God you, has a lot to say about the islands of the sea. He sure And does. there's thousands and tens of thousands, thousands of, of islands. islands that people don't even know about. I know. I, I mean, people have never heard the gospel. They're still That's cannibals. Right. They're still headhunters. Well, you and I have had, we've, we spent five weeks in March and the end of February in uh, Samoa, Vanuatu, and New Zealand, two islands in New Zealand. And, uh, and, and then met the folks that are doing the work in Fiji as well. And then well, you know, Philippines alone has 7,000 7, islands. islands. Indonesia alone has 13,000 islands. That's, that's 20,000 islands just with, with two nations. Well, and, and then, in Vanuatu, where we were, yeah. little old tiny Vanuatu, has, it has 83 80, islands. 83, I mean, there's just islands yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. And but you know, you back. You said that I do what the apostle Paul does and go strengthen right. the church and encourage right. the church and lift up the church. I, I, I always, I always think it's always on my heart. The scripture that the apostle Paul wrote to the Romans or said to the Romans in chapter right. one, Romans one, right. verse eleven. He said, "He said, for I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift." Isn't that wonderful? To the end, now, there's a purpose to it. Yeah, he said, "Here's the purpose." purpose yeah. He said, "To the end that." Um, that you may be established. Established. And that is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith of both you and me. In other yeah. words, he said, you got faith, I got faith, and we're going to mix it together, and we're both <laughs> going to be encouraged. We're both but I always feel that way, Renee. I have all these 51 years in the missions ministry. I, I long to see these people. I think about them before I get there. I pray for them before I get there. I correspond with them before I get there. I, right. I'm concerned about their, their church. I'm concerned about their life. I'm concerned about their kids. Right. You know, and I, and I just, I, I like the Apostle Paul, I long to see them. I long to see them. That I may impart to you some spiritual gift to the end that ye may be established. The, the purpose is that you're going to be established and that I may be comforted and you may be comforted. My faith, your faith, our faith together and we're going to get this thing done. That's right. That's how it works. You know, it always takes it always takes partnership, and it always takes people standing with us together. Uh, all of us there, uh, every one of you, you're in a local church. Then we have the big picture, you know, that where God's got all the, the ministry going all over the world, doing the work of God, just like with us. And boy, do we appreciate our partners. My oh, goodness, they are. You know, our partners are are our well, they're our partners. Yeah. We, we partner with them. They partner with That's us. Right. Together, we get the job done around the world. We're, we're so appreciative of our partners. That's right. They just constantly give, constantly pray. Uh, partners, Renee, I've had partners since the 70s. No, yes, you, you know, have. That have yes, given have. to me faithfully month in and month out, month in and month out, year in and year out. And I so appreciate them. And, you know, we couldn't. 
we couldn't do what we do without our faithful That's partners. Right. Then every now and then there's some project going on. Right. And so me and the partners need some help from some outside sources from <laughs> other right. partners. Boy, you know, right. some people like to give to projects right. and some people like to give uh, uh, for the monthly support. I'll right. tell you a really good story one time that happened. Uh, Fred Price, we all know who Fred Price is and the Great Faith Dome and uh, Crenshaw Christian Center there in Los Angeles, California. And Fred has been one of the fathers of the faith and one of the just one of the giants, one of the generals, one That's of the, right. the spiritual sure uh, the, uh, apostle of God. And, uh, and, and Fred has supported me for a long time, Fred, Fred and Betty, uh, precious. And, and I tell you what Fred and Betty do, they've not only supported me from the, from the ministry, from the church, from, from Crenshaw Christian Center, from CCC, right. but they've supported me from their personal account. That's right. In other words, they support me from the church and they support me from their personal money right. uh, and so I get two checks uh, every month <laughs> but anyway one day Fred and I were and Betty uh, we were sitting there and I'm not remember if Jackie was with me or not we were I remember Fred and I were having lunch together and uh, he asked me a question and he said Terry which would you rather have would you like for me just to put fifty thousand dollars on the table right now here and now and you take it and go use it for some project he said, or would you like to give me give you like for me to give you the same amount over over a period of, of, of a year to space it out over the months uh, for a year? Right. Would you rather have fifty thousand right now on the table, or would you rather have the fifty thousand spread out over the year? Which one do you want? Mm -hmm. And I said, without cracking a smile or batting an eye, I said, Well, I'd like to have both. Yeah. <laughs> and of course he laughed and I said, No, no, I'm serious. Don't laugh, I'm I'm serious. And I said, let me explain it to you. I said, I said, I said, Fred, if you put fifty thousand on the table right now, right. then I'll grab that fifty thousand and I'll go do a project. Absolutely. I said, I'll go to a pastor's conference. It'll cost me forty, forty-five thousand, fifty thousand dollars. Right. I'll go do a crusade somewhere in India or or Africa or somewhere that'll cost me fifty thousand or more. Mm -hmm. And I said, if you give me cash on the barrel head right now, I'll just go use it for a project. And thank God for it. I need it. That's right. I said, but I also sure. need monthly support. And I said, just stop and think about it. I said, I said, in your church, you take them an offering every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night. Well, actually, Tuesday's their midweek service. But I said, you take up an offering every time you go to service because you have monthly bills. You have you have rent. You have electricity. You have water. You have you have phone bills. You have staff you have to pay. You, you have all these bills you have to pay at that huge successful church and it's got to be every month every month every month every month every month but then sometimes you need a project too but on top of that that's right and i said i'm the same way i said you know uh I, I, my office in tulsa has to have money every month we have to pay the electricity and the water and the phone bill and we have to pay our staff and we have to pay you know the salaries including mine uh, and, and, and then we need project money to go do pastor's conferences and to go do crusades and to help orphans and widows. And I said, I, so I've got to have both. And Fred sat there just so thoughtfully, and he said, Terry, I have never... Now, he tells this on himself. I wouldn't tell this if he hadn't already told it, but he, right. he's told this many times because he said it changed his life. And uh, he said, I have never thought about that before. He said, I've always been a project giver. I've never been a monthly support giver. Mm -hmm. I've always been a project giver. And I said, well, I know you've helped me with lots and lots of projects over the years. And uh, he said, yeah, when I hear about a project that you're doing or something you need to, to be doing, then I, he said, I like to jump in there and, 
and pay for it or, or help yeah. pay for it. Sure. And he said, but I never thought about that. He said, if I didn't take up an offering every Sunday and every midweek service, he said, my church couldn't make it. Right. He said, I've got to pay my electric bill and my, light, my, my phone bill, and I've got to pay my staff, and I've got to pay all these monthly expenses. But at the same time, I've got to have project money for television and this and this and this and this. Right. He said, I have never in my life thought about that. He said, from this point, I'm going to start doing both. And he did. He started doing both project money and he started doing regular monthly support, uh, which he had not done before. But, I mean, he locked in there and jumped in and started supporting us monthly, not only from, from the church, but from him and Betty personally, as I said. And so that, that helped him. So maybe it'll help somebody today to hear and understand no, that there's right. two ways of giving. That you can that's be a project right. giver right. or you can be a, a regular monthly support giver. And we need both. And we so appreciate our monthly support people. You well, know, we, and when, we have a, when we have a big project, and we do have a project all the time, and, right. and we, don't, we, don't, we can't have our, our, our monthly partners just to, just to rob Peter to pay Paul and, no, and right. quit giving the monthly money to give to the project money, that's not going to help us. We, we've got to have both. And you know, we've got a big project coming up right now. Yes, we do. You know, we, we've been offered by a major ministry, a wonderful ministry, we've been offered the opportunity to go on television and we're praying about that, but we're moving towards it uh, to go on television with a with a program. You and I doing a program, uh, and they're not going to charge us anything for it. It's going to be absolutely no charge to us. And yet, uh, the people that listen to us and hear us and 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 watch us on the program uh, are able to send offerings in and become partners with us and what have you. And, and that all comes to us. The the ministry doesn't the, the, doesn't take anything from that. And so it's just a tremendous opportunity for us. And they're not charging us anything, but yet there is startup cost to it, not to that yeah. ministry, but, but to us because we've got to get cameras and producers and, and, and you know, cameramen and build the sets and get the microphones and get the cam And, you know, all of that together is going to cost us somewhere between twenty-five dollars and $30,000. So that's a project. Right. And we still have to have our monthly support money because our monthly, our monthly no, bills are right. going on. That's right. And our commitments to orphans and our commitments to widows and our commitments to, to ministries around the world, that all still goes on. Uh, but we've got to have this extra twenty-five, dollars $30,000 project money. And, you know, you said to me here several weeks ago, when we first started praying about this, you said, I'm just believing God's going to come in and six people are going to give uh, $5,000. That's right. And, uh, and, and I'm in agreement with you. I just thank, right. thank God for it because we really need it in those larger amounts like that. And we'll That's take right. any amount. I mean, if somebody wants right. to send $10, I would never, I would never disrespect a $10 oh, no. offering. No, that's right. And we pray for those just like we do anything else. But yet, if we just got in, say, six offerings of $5,000 apiece, then we just, we'd only have to write six letters of thank you you know, I mean, if, if, if we had if we had 30,000 people all send us a dollar, uh, that'd still be $30,000, but we'd have to write 30,000 letters, you know, no, and, right. which would eat up the money by the by the postage, by paying the postage and, and the stationery and the envelopes and going to the paying staff to go to the mailbox. And, you know, it, it, it would get eaten up if we had to write 30,000 thank yous. But, you know, if we just had to write six thank yous, say thank you for your $5,000 gift, you know, yeah. or, 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 you know, your $10,000 gift or your $20,000 gift or somebody may want to pay the whole thing 30000 We can write one letter and say, thank you for your $30,000. But that's, that's, right. that's my point is that, that when you said that to me, that you were believing for six people to give 5000 I thought, well, you know, that would just sure make things better at the office and uh, better on our finance, better on everything, that we wouldn't have to write lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of thank you letters. We could just write the several 
and say thank you for taking care of this, and then thank our partners for going ahead with doing the normal, the normal thing. We, however it comes, we know it's coming, and we've no, already had right. we've already had one person uh, that gave uh, five thousand, right. and I thought we had two because I stood up the other day and I said, you know, we've had two people give five thousand, and we've had one partner give a thousand, so that's eleven thousand. And uh, you said to me later, you said, Terry, that's not right. And I said, what do you mean it's not right? And you said, well, we did have two people give 5000 but that, but one of them was earmarked for Romania. And so right. I didn't realize that, that, that somebody had sent us 5000 earmarked that for Romania. Because we're going to Romania soon and going to preach for those, to those pastors to minister to them. And uh, so somebody just felt led of the Lord to send us $5,000 for that. But I just saw the $5,000 check and thought, oh, well, it's, it's, it must be for the, for the television project. So I said, hey, we got two $5,000 offers. But the, the truth is, is one came in, and then another person sent 1000 And so uh, I just believe it's all coming in, all 30000 coming right. in, paid for, taken care of, with no, without missing a beat on the regular monthly support. Well, I, I was reading again Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret, the book that I love so much. And he said, I was determined, he said, to move man through God by prayer. So we're praying. Move man through, through God, God by, by prayer. prayer. Isn't that great? And I'm just believing God. He was a God. great missionary. You're believing God. I, every one of us have got needs and things that we're believing God for. And we know that when we obey God, then that, then that releases things out of our hands. And then God is able to move on our behalf. And you know, we're so, actually going to start filming here in Hawaii. Yes, uh, next week. This next week, next we're week. actually going to be on the island of Oahu. And we're going to take about three days and start filming a, a, a pilot right. in, in a, in a uh, what else do you call it besides a pilot? Uh, we're going we're gonna to produce two or three shows, right. two or three programs, right. and then present it to the, to the major ministry that's offered us this great opportunity. Right. And then if they, if they like it and we like it, then, then you know, we can go on with it. Well, and you've got lots of things, lots of irons in the fire, you know, in regard to that. We're, you're working on finishing up your new book, Pulling Down Strongholds. I've been working on it this week. And uh, so we've got... Pulling uh, Down Strongholds. And then, we've, and then Terry's got several mini books in mind of things we're going to do. But we just feel the urgency to, con to really put the pedal to the metal and believe God, trust in the Lord, know that God's going to help us. Uh, you know, like thrust our sickle into the harvest yes, field, yes, you know, yes, yes. and uh, and put our hand to the plow and not look back. And you know, people know and us. We've been doing this 51 right, years, right. and people trust us, and they, they respect us, and they honor what we do, and, and uh, they know that I do what I say I'm going to do with the money. And uh, so uh, I just believe it's all coming in, taken care of, and I believe we're going to be on television, and God's going to help a lot well, of people. Well, that's right. That's God's right. God's going to help a lot of people. Well, in regard to, you know, we've, we're, uh, we're about to, you're about to drill a water well. That money's come in. About in to drill Romania. a water well in Romania. And that then, money just came in and this then week. We're, we're believing God for the rest of the money to come in to do Germany and Romania together so we can get those That's particular. That's a poor village in Romania where we're yeah. drilling that well. I mean, they're, they're, they're an impoverished. Uh, gypsy village and they're drinking water just out of right, right. well just well they're just not drinking clean water they have no clean water in the village and well, so God just laid on our heart uh, last winter uh, in December actually that right. that to get that water well dug and get it get it done so that village has clean water well, and we always put it at a church yeah no right, that way right, the people in right. the people's minds they realize they have to come to the man of God they have to come to the church 
of God to get water, that God's given them water. God's going to give living water. Yes, yes. <laughs> the real water. Well, we've got a lot of irons in the fire, and uh, we're believing God just like everybody else is, and we know God's talking to people, and we just like we've got the money for the water well, and we've got some money for Romania, and we've got 7000 for television, and, and we believe that God's going to just continue to grow those amounts, and we're going to be able to go and, and do the things that we need to do, plus publish some new books. Got this new one coming up. Yep, and we're just going to do it. We're just going to, we're going to just put the sickle into the harvest field there, into the grain, and just begin to do things on, <coughs> cast our bread on many waters. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and we're going to see And here in results. a week and a half or so, we'll be in Mexico. Yeah. And, uh, we'll be preaching the gospel in Mexico, plus we're going to... Brother Wayne Myers, 97th, 97th, 97th birthday, 97 years old, still going strong and preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. And from there to, I mean, my goodness, we're all the different places we're going here by the end of the year. But thank you all for partnering with us. We pray that what we've said today has sparked uh, an expectation in your heart towards the things of God, that we've encouraged your faith, and that you see things from a bigger standpoint. God's got people all over the world that are doing things that are just outstanding, and we're believing God all the rest of us are going to bear fruit just like all these other people no, around the world are doing things for Jesus. And just keep believing God with us for these meetings. We had miracles uh, last oh night. Oh, my goodness, yes. Wonderful miracles. I mean, uh, tumors disappeared. Yes, 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 uh, yes. A lady that, lady that had her couldn't bend her fingers. She had had something... Uh, I forget what she said had been had dropped on her hands, broke all those bones, and has not been able to close her fist or close her fingers in number of years now. Yeah. And last night she was just opening she was and able closing to her just, hands. And just, oh, it was she just was so excited. It was, and I was excited myself. Well, and we've got you know we've got two more services here, and then we're we're moving on to go do our business in in Oahu, and so that the spirit of the Lord is moving over the face of the deep and causing the gospel to prosper around the world and we're all in this together well just remember terrymize.com you can find us there and we're looking forward to hearing from you we want to hear your testimonies and until next time we want you to always remember you are more, more than, than conquerors goodbye bye i love you you've been listening to a mize missions podcast for all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.